Welcome to the Career Expresso podcast. I'm Amanda, career and leadership coach and founder of Amanda Owen Mean Consulting. It's my mission to help women navigate the workplace with clarity and confidence so they can get the careers they truly deserve. In each weekly episode, I'll be sharing actionable tools and strategies to help you be more successful and tackle some of those tough workplace topics. Whether you're early on in your career, returning from a break or stepping into your first leadership role, I'm here to help you take control of your career. Quite simply, it's work and careers done your way in the same time it takes to drink your morning coffee. Let's jump right in and get to work on the career you know you deserve. Welcome to episode 18 of Career Expresso. Career gaps can be riddled with judgment. Whilst this is perhaps unsurprising, given the long-standing view around taking time away from your work, it's worrying, given that experiences outside of the workplace form such a huge part of our identity. Why is it then that despite the commonality of career breaks, they can still be viewed as an issue rather than the opportunity that they really are? In today's episode, I'll be looking at why career breaks are likely to have a much bigger impact on women and why writing your CV after a break can feel so challenging. As ever, I'll also share some practical tips on how to make your CV shine and stand out for all the right reasons when you're coming back from a career break. In the UK alone, an estimated 54,000 women are losing their jobs each year just for getting pregnant. Another 390,000 working women are experiencing negative and potentially discriminating treatment at work. And these are numbers that have doubled in the last decade. And whilst the gender pay gap continues to be bridged at a frustratingly slow pace in general, for mothers it continues to rise. In fact, statistics show that by the time her first child reaches 12, a mother is on average likely to be earning 33% less per hour than a man. Research has revealed that women are more likely than men to face career gap stigma in the workplace due to gendered attitudes to women's caregiving responsibilities. A national survey of over 2,000 people carried out earlier this year by an unbiased hiring expert called Applied found that nearly one in five women have been asked whether or not they have children or plan to have children in the future at some point during a recruitment process. Amongst senior managers, the number of women who said they'd been asked this question rose to two in five, so 40%. The findings suggest this line of questioning stems from the stigma attached to the increased likelihood that at some point women will need to take time out of work for care responsibilities. The study found that women are three times more likely to take career breaks for childcare compared to men. Almost four in 10, so 38% of women who've taken a career break of six months or more cited childcare as the reason compared to just 11% of men. Yet almost half of women found their career gap to be incredibly valuable. When asked whether they believed if they gained new skills or transferable skills or enhanced their existing skill set during the career break, 45% of the women surveyed for this study believed that they had. This points to a real disconnect between employers' and employees' perceptions of the impact and value of taking a career break in the first place. The research, which was commissioned as part of a campaign to look at ending career gap stigma, shows that one in three of us have taken a career break overall. Of these people, 53% would rather not tell the prospective employers about their time away from work due to the stigma attached. The good news is that career gaps are nothing to be afraid of. They happen to virtually all of us at some point for some reason. More likely than not, you will have gained skills which are valuable to your next employer. If you're planning a return to work after a break, whatever the reason, let's look at how you can showcase your skills effectively on your new CV, no matter where, how 
or when you gain them. I know from working with my one-to-one clients that this can be a daunting task. Very often the first thoughts are, how do I hide the career break? Or my skills are so out of date. I don't even know what I'm good at anymore. However, you are still you. You still have the same natural talents and strengths that you've always had. Plus, you've got lots of new ones to add to them. New ones, you say? Yes, those new skills and achievements you have acquired through parenting, caring or volunteering. So let's go through some of the things you can help. You know, these things are going to help you get clear on what your new CV looks like. So one, check in with your career to date. Make a list of all the roles you've done before. It's easy to forget what you've achieved and how much value you've contributed. Doing this alone will remind you how much you've got to offer. List out all of the jobs together and do your to and from dates as well. So you kind of know when you started and when you finished a role. Be sure to include any volunteer roles such as fundraising or committee positions. Two, achievements and skills audit. So now you've got a list of roles. Take each job in turn and list out the achievements and skills for them. For achievements, think back to key things you did in a role and what the result of your actions were. So as a project manager, it could be saving your organization over 30K in your first year in post. Maybe you implemented a new process. Do this for all the roles on your list. At this point, treat it like a big old brain dump. Then consider what qualifications and training you've had. Write all of this down too. And don't forget on the job training, such as first aid or IT. When you're done, take some time to read through your list and see if it's anything you haven't included. You don't tell recruiters what you're good at, they're not going to know. Three, pick your template. Now, you've reminded yourself of everything you've achieved. It's time to get to work on a CV. The most common format is the reversed chronological CV, where your first role is listed and then you work backwards. So your work history works backwards. So your first job is last. Another format is a skills-based CV. And this can be a good choice if you want to showcase maybe transferable skills, maybe your career switching, rather than a long list of jobs with dates that are often in the past. I'll pop a link in the show notes to my CV templates and guides so you can take a look at both and maybe experiment with which works best for you. Four, don't hide the career break. Please don't ever be embarrassed about taking time out of work. Career break will have added to your experience and it doesn't in any way diminish everything you've experienced in your career to date. Be positive and ambitious for yourself. Never try and hide a break by extending the dates you were employed at certain roles. But do remember that if you were taking something like paid maternity leave, you were still employed in that role. So that time counts. And if you did any volunteer work during your break, don't forget to include it. Again, I cover this off in my CV guides, which I'll link to in the show notes. Five, own your accomplishments. Now's the time to make the work experience shine. Add in your job roles to your chosen CV template and list your achievements and skills as billet points. Avoid the obvious cliches, buzzwords and bland language that doesn't really mean much like I'm a team player, ambitious and passionate. Action words are your friends here. Words like directed or delivered rather than did. If you've had maybe a few similar jobs that aren't so relevant, you might want to group them together. And especially if these were very early on in your career, so we're talking maybe about 15 years ago or more. Again, I cover this off in my CV templates. Training and qualifications, number six. Don't forget your qualifications and any in-work training that you've completed. There's no need to list maybe your GCSEs and A-levels if you've gone on to do a degree or professional qualifications since. 
They're probably more relevant now anyway. Seven, your personal statement. Whilst this can be the most tricky bit, it's the part of the CV which is likely to have the most impact for you. Research has shown that CVs can have less than 10 seconds to make that initial impact. So what you write here can really influence what happens next in the process. Start by looking at what the job advert is asking for. In your personal statement, you need to work on how you match this and what sets you apart from other applicants. Personal statements are the most powerful part of that CV. They're one paragraph and usually around four to five lines long and in the region of 150 words. It should include the who, what and why, who you are, what you can offer and why the job is a good fit for your skills and experience. Eight, don't forget to review. You're very nearly there. Time to take a read through and make any edits. You want to make sure that everything makes sense, gets the point across without waffle and that it looks consistent and is accurate. I'll pop a link to my CV checklist guide in the show notes so you can read this in more detail. Nine, tailor it. What you've built here is your new master CV. Get into the habit of tailoring your CV for each job you apply for. Sounds like a lot of effort, but it's really worth it. Read the job ad, find the keywords and tailor your CV to demonstrate that your skills, experience and accomplishments are a great match. Again, might sound like, you know, a lot of work, but it's that extra little bit of tailoring that can help get you on that shortlist. Follow these steps and soon you'll have a CV that you can be proud of that really showcases your skills and achievements, no matter how long your career break has been. Never forget, the concept of a career break might also be growing less relevant as the workplace landscape changes post-pandemic. Portfolio careers where you've got a number of stitched together roles, either serially or in parallel, are on the rise, as are non-linear career paths. I'd like to leave you with this week's career coaching question. Once you've got your new CV and you begin applying for jobs, it can be good to think ahead to when and what you'll get asked at interviews. Let's face it, they can be high pressure events where planning ahead will not only help to calm your nerves, but can help you anticipate questions that might link to career breaks and how you will respond to them. Before your interview, give yourself some time for reflection. Rather than viewing career gaps as negatives, think about how they've been helpful and positive. So this week, ask yourself, what was the positive impact of my career break and what skills or insights did it give me? I'd love to know how you get on with this. And if September is the month you want to work on your career progression, take a look at my new membership community, the Rise and Thrive Career Network, which opens its doors on the 27th of September. It's for women who want a fulfilling and well-paid job they enjoy that doesn't take over every moment of their working lives. I'll pop a link with more details in the show notes. That's everything for today's episode and thanks for listening to Career Expresso. Thanks for listening to the Career Expresso podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please rate and review wherever you listen to podcasts. It really helps my show to grow, not to mention giving feedback to make future episodes more useful to you. And don't forget to share the show details with your friends and colleagues. As ever, you can reach me on Instagram, LinkedIn, by email and at amandaroemian.com. All of the details are in the show notes. I'd love to know what your biggest takeaway has been from today's episode too. And if you want to take control of your career and maybe you're not sure how to get started, why not subscribe to my weekly Work Your Way newsletter? It lands in your inbox every Thursday lunchtime and shares careers and workplace tips that you can implement with ease. It's also the place where I preview new learnings, resources and everything that will help you get your career back on track. 
Find the sign-up link in the show notes too. See you next week for a new episode of Career Expresso. Bye for now.